Welcome to Hard Talks with Chris and Friends, where topics that are hard or will make you hard are talked about, where things get real and unfiltered. Here is your host, Christopher Velasquez. Hello, you guys. Welcome back. So following your dreams might seem a little hard sometimes, and it pushes a lot of people back. The, the being scared of, hey, what's going to happen? Are people going to approve of me? You know, is my family going to approve of me? For me, there's been a couple people that have chased their dreams and that are doing the most while following their dreams. And that has encouraged me. I didn't do this podcast for the longest because it was always like, oh, well, you know, right now I don't have the money. But that was just an excuse I put for, for the fear, you know? So this person that I'm going to have on today and that we're, that we're going to have a great conversation about that fear um, is Jamison. You guys know him because his music is the one that intros me. How are you, Jamison? I am doing well. Thank you for having me here on your, on your podcast. Congrats. Thank you. Well, no, thank you for letting me use your song. Such a beautiful song. And um, it, it encapsulates a lot of the feelings that I want to encapsulate in this podcast. So thank you for letting me borrow that song. Oh, it's my pleasure. I think it's, it's great. I think it fits well, again, with the vibe. And it's a sexy song. And, you know. <laughs> it is a sexy song. How are you right now? Well, right now I'm at home. I'm trying to stay at home. I've been at home for ever since I would say March and it's stressful definitely stressful at times because you life isn't normal it's not what it used to be not that it's ever been normal but it's definitely more it's a more um abnormal now who is Jameson and what is Jameson's story Ooh. okay where do we start uh well basically I just I've always been a musician right so I always feel like my music and my artist name and my artist self is kind of like another version of me, but it's really me, right? So it's like my child. I don't know if I'm ever going to have children or have that blessing of having a child, but to me, this is my job. This is like my my baby. And yeah, it's what makes me happy and it's what makes me feel fulfilled. And I think it's important for you as a human being to reach that point or to work towards something that's going to make you feel that way when did you realize or when did you notice that you have the talent of singing when was the the first time you, you sang and everybody like shut up and looked at you and you were like the only girl at the ball i don't know i want to say i was like a little kid and i was singing the national anthem or mm. it was just like a bunch of kids that the school put together to sing the national anthem and i that's when i realized okay well i can kind of follow the tune you know i can follow i, I don't know i just felt like that was to me that was the moment that i realized okay i want to do this more often i like the feeling of being in front of people but i've always sang my entire life I Ever since I was like four, three years old, I was singing. I was imitating Selena <laughs> outside in the living room or in the patio. And the neighbors would watch, would stop and watch me as they would walk by. It was funny. Very, very, I was a very feminine boy. My mom did not like it when I played with my cousin's Barbies. And that's what made me feel like 
I want to play with Barbies. Like, why are you telling me not to do something? And I was always a nice child. Like, I, I try to be obedient with everything my parents asked, but it was just like, why? It's just a toy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember ever my mom being like, very like, mm -hmm. oh, this is girls' toys. These are boys' toys. I think my mom at least has been open-minded when it comes to that. But for sure, still the type that if you tell me that I can't have that, I'm like, ooh. Now I want that more. <laughs> you said, you know, you, you've you always wanted, you know, you always knew that this was for you and that being an artist was always for you. Um, Was there ever any time where you felt like this dream is too big and, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it or I, I'm scared and I, maybe I'm going to do try something else? Yeah, well, it wasn't that I felt like this dream is too big. I think every dream is big. Every dream is everything you want. If you want to become a lawyer, it's going to be hard for you to become a lawyer. You have to go through several steps, yeah. right? If you want to be a doctor, it's going to take you a long time. I think it's a more structured path. But to me, I always, I just feel it and I believe it. So even, even if I die trying, like, and yes, I've been, I've put my dreams on hold for what my family wants me to do, right? For what they expect me to do, like go to college, get an education, start a job work for corporate for 10 years was your was your family supportive to your dream no 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 i think i want to say and i don't want to put words in my mom's mouth but ever since i was a kid i was like mom i want to go take voice lessons i want to go take dance lessons i want to go take acting lessons and as a very feminine child growing in a very traditional religious christian evangelical Mexican family it was just too much for her to handle so for her it was like why can't you just focus on playing soccer like your brother doing other things that don't require look at look at this math book it's you know it's just do you want to play video games with your brothers do you want to why don't you just walk like your brother why don't you just talk like your brother it, it was kind of like that so I, I see I see why my parents like didn't really want me to follow that this dream because it was I, I want to say it was too gay or too feminine for a mexican boy to follow but i mean I, I could speak for you know at least for what i feel i feel like hispanic parents like kind of you grow up and they already have a plan for you oh yeah and you know for me my mom wanted me to be a nurse mm -hmm. so my my dream was to work with kids with special needs and even though that is a, what you would call quote unquote, like a good job, since that wasn't her plan, she just couldn't understand it. Her plan was I was going to become some type of nurse, dentist, you know, something like that. And mm -hmm. that's what she wanted. And it just didn't fit. And it didn't matter what I wanted to do. And it took me a while to kind of get it in her head. Yeah. Until one day I finally was like, first of all, I don't like needles. <laughs> Second of all, I don't like blood. And I don't like anything that has to do with, it's just, it's not going to work. And that, that's not what I want to do. And you don't want to disappoint them either. Because they've worked so hard first to, to get to the States. I don't know in your case, but like my, I know my family did, you know, they struggled. So it's just to see all their sacrifice and all their hard work. And then for me to turn up like, and tell them, you know, that's not what I want to do with my life. <laughs> it's heartbreaking, I would say. <laughs> my, mom, my mom came from Guatemala. She's, um, uh -huh. she's... Uh, it was only her and her brother here. And then my, my uncle left back to Guatemala, but it was her, she was here by herself. So it was always like, damn, she worked so hard. And like the least I could do is 
this. Yeah. <laughs> the least I could do is go to nursing school. But it wasn't it wasn't for me. It wasn't your dream. It wasn't what you were meant to do. So when was it that that you finally were like, you know what? This is my dream. I'm just gonna start producing my own music and writing my own music and just fuck it all and never looked back. Yes, that is it was really liberate it was liberating for me to reach that point because Again, I had been doing everything my parents asked me to do. I graduated college. I got a corporate job. I, I was slowly doing things for myself the way that it was expected. But I think I was, I want to say maybe, I was, I was 27 years old and I was working at a law firm in Tustin. I was happy. I, it was comfortable. I loved working there, the people there. My boss was great. It was stressful because it's a law. It was a law firm and it was criminal defense. So you're exposed to all these different types of crazy cases. And that was the stressful part. And dealing sometimes with the clients. I was towards the end of a relationship. It was in the summer, I want to say. I think it was the summer. I realized that I was wasting my time with a person that was just so completely opposite of me. And he's a, he's a wonderful guy. I have a lot of respect for him. He works really hard and he's very smart. But I do remember that I was just not, I was in it, but I was not in it because there was something missing. And he wasn't able to understand what was missing because to him, it was like, well, you have, you know, just, why don't you just get, you just continue your career. You're doing great. Get a job here or change companies. But it, that wasn't the case. I wanted to do, I wanted to follow my actual dream. So I started taking, again, I, I took my vocal lessons again. I found a friend of mine that became a, a music instructor from college. And I hit her up and I was like, hey, are you still teaching lessons? Are you still a vocal coach? And she's like, yeah, I have my own business. So I started with that. And then I knew when I started taking classes again that I had to, I just had to follow my dream because it was like nothing else. This cycle ends today. I'm not, and it's funny because I have a song coming up, hopefully in the fall, that talks about ending unhealthy cycles. And so you can get like your freedom and, and that liberty that you need to to feel fulfilled and follow your purpose and that was that was it that's when i was like okay i can i have my own money now i don't have to ask my parents for anything i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and yeah i produced i started working on my first song it was not the first song that i wrote but it was also kind of like the situation that i was in at the time which is fuckable i was just not myself i had been going from relationship to relationship and i just wanted to feel more than sexy, I wanted to feel, you know, that vibe when you walk into the room and you just, you go from sad or crying all day to the, to, you know, the boom, 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 that beat and you just like feel like the sexiest person in the world. That was a feeling that I was going with fuckable. And I mean, it's just a bad word, but it's a word. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's funny because the reason why I, you and me, you know, this is a little like backstory, but you and me, so you and me met yeah. at um, Faultline. Yes. Right, there the group of people I was hanging out with, and uh, I think you mm -hmm. knew someone, you knew people from there. But let's just say that feeling of yes, I'm fucking with people, but I'm not feeling anything out mm -hmm. of that. I I'm not feeling fuckable. Perhaps fucking or getting fucked, but I'm not feeling yeah. fuckable. It's that feeling, and I think for the longest, and after oh oh, uh, mm -hmm. you know, after those craziness that happened, I went through this change within myself, yeah. and I got to that point where I felt fuckable. Um, I lost a whole bunch of weight right after those. Like I think 
what I think we met like maybe two, I want to say three years ago because it took me two years. I think it was 2018 because I started right? working. Oh no, it was 2017. Was it 17 or 18? Because I started working at Faultline. I want to say 2017. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, um, I, yeah, because it was two years of just focusing on my body, focusing on myself. And it was that like working on myself and, mm-hmm. and making myself feel happy with, with who I am. And after that, everything, I felt like everything changed within me. Yeah. And then I went out again and, 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 and I felt fuckable. Yes. I felt like people, people were looking at me, not looking past me mm-hmm. or not looking at what I'm, what's going to be a sexual thing yeah. just because of that. And that brought like an extra confidence that I probably, I've always had confidence, mm-hmm. but that brought like an extra confidence that I think for the first time was like, oh, now I feel fuckable. Like now, so when that song, that song took me back to, <laughs> to, that to all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's ultimately like the conversation you need to have with yourself in the mirror. No one else is going to find you sexy, desirable, or fuckable until you find yourself fuckable. And it's sometimes you're so insecure and so caught up with, so it's so wonderful to hear your story and how it like relates to my story and, you know, just the stories of, of insecurities and being confident, but still a little insecure and not really loving yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it was that for sure. Cause I think, um, when we met, I lost myself. Mm-hmm. I was, I was losing, you know, like every, like every little boy, um, losing themselves, um, based on wanting to have someone else's attention yeah. and wanted to be that person for someone else. And that person really being not there, you know, not mm-hmm. that, and not, not in a negative way. Cause you know, um, it wasn't that person's fault, yeah. you know, but me not having that self-esteem I think at that time and that and that realization of hey he's screaming to your face that's mm-hmm. not what he's looking for but you're romanticizing it in oh. your head no. right oh um, my gosh my heart is breaking <laughs> but do you get me but it's, yes, it's, but yes. it's, that's like that thing and then I remember like after you know that's that struggle and after mm. getting to that point where I felt fuckable where it was just like a different, like I, I was suddenly in that place where I was like, oh, I value myself enough yes. that if I'm in a situation where I don't feel comfortable, even just a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm going to take myself out of it. And I was, and it was so much more easier for me at that point to be like, I'm done. Sorry. Like, uh, this is not for me, you know? And I, and I haven't gotten into that situation again, but it was because I felt more comfortable with myself overall. I'm the type of person that like feels like music always has like a spot. Like I always find that song mm-hmm. when I'm in that mood, Yeah, it goes with my feelings and I don't have to say anything. The song could just mm-hmm. say it for me. And um, that song for sure. Fuckable was one of those songs that was like, Oh, this encapsulates this time for me. And it, and it puts it in a nice little digestible thing that I don't have to say, yeah. you know, someone else said it for me. Cause you know? I've, I've been in that um, position, you know? So we, and I feel like we, we relate in, uh, to each other in a lot of ways. I feel like it's, so I, I mean, I definitely, I, I'm so happy that I'm not the only one that's felt this way. You know, it's, it's, I'm so happy that other people can relate to it and can say like, yeah, this song, I, it takes me back to that time. Cause ultimately music is to help you feel right. We're humans. Yeah. We need to feel. And I think that's how you know yeah. you're making good music. If people, 
connect with those feelings, even if they're, mm-hmm. I mean, even if they're not exactly the same, if you could connect yeah. with those feelings, it shows that you made good music. So, um, you know, um, what, what has been the hardest part of following your dream? I would say believing in myself. Yeah, definitely. Believing that I can really do this. Like I've always known I could do it, but there's always a lot of people that put a different thoughts into your head. So for me, that was it. Like me, for example, just saying again, my parents telling me you should do something more stable, something that you can, you know, rely on right after school. Right. So to me, that was probably the hardest part. I mean, it's going to be, everything is hard. Climbing, climbing up to to your dreams. It's going to be hard, but I think that was, that was it. Just really me telling myself again, you can do this. This is what you were meant to do. You were meant to be this person. You're supposed to create music to inspire not just here for yourself but for others so what is um what is the thing that keeps you motivated then you know how how do you take those those voices out of your head and keep yourself motivated and going i want to say i've always been like you know i've always been a christian like i'm i'm a believer i believe in god so to me it's uh also those conversations i have with god right it's just praying and and asking him is this really like is this going to happen and then getting those chills or ha- having him like showing me signs that it is going to happen right so yeah to me that's that's what it was one of the reasons and also what keeps me motivated is that if i don't follow my dreams i'm never going to be happy so i already know what it's like to work that 40 50 60 hour work weeks for someone else, and I know what it's brought me, they could let you go whenever they want. You're nothing but an Excel sheet to them. They wanna see results, or they wanna see, they don't wanna find you as a threat. And if you're gay and flamboyant like me and opinionated, obviously they have more reasons not to tolerate you in the boardroom. I know what it's like to work there, and I know that's not for me. Like I said, thanks to like finally like pushed myself to do this podcast. And I I think I was like, I want to do a podcast. I want to do a podcast. This is what I want to do. And I never, I never did it because it was just too crazy of an idea. I've gotten to the point where like, I see people like you, I see, there's, you know, other of my friends that ha- like have started their own businesses that have started, you know, their, their own clothing brands, their own stuff. And it's like seeing you guys be so fearless about it and being like, hey, I have a dream and I'm gonna, I'm gonna chase it and I'm not gonna look back and I'm gonna follow my dreams. That it got to the point, this quarantine, where I was like, why do I keep making excuses? You know, why do I keep finding reasons that I can't do it? You know, I was like, um, there's people my age and that are following their dreams and that are doing amazing things that don't have maybe record deals, that don't have um, big brands, you know, helping them out, come up with their clothes, are just doing it themselves. So why do I keep going like, well, I don't have the correct recording equipment. I don't have a mic. I don't have this. Those are all excuses that I'm coming up with. Especially like during this quarantine, we saw that you could record anywhere. And you saw that you could, if you want to do, if you want to do content, you could do it anywhere. So it was finally the time where I was like, you know what, I'm going to start hitting all these people up that I, that I trust and that I um, look up to and that are following their dreams. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You, you, you went for it and you got to start somewhere with whatever your dream is. You, you just have to start. You just have to start. It's probably not going to be perfect at first, but over time, people, people are going to look back and look at your growth, look at how you went from zero to 
a hundred. You know, what are some advices you have for people who who maybe, you know, feel like their dreams are too big or that they're scared of, follow, you know, following their dreams? So I would just say it's definitely just asking yourself, what is it that you really want to do? What's going to make you happy? And it's possible. Anything is possible in this life. You only get one life. So why, why spend the rest of your life wondering what if sitting on the couch watching a show when you can be on that show if that's your dream do everything you can you can do multiple things like i remember working again 40 plus hours i was working a daytime job and then i was working the night job at the bar because i wanted to save for my record i wanted to save for all these things that i needed i knew i, I was going to need a music video i was going to need producers i, would, I was going to need more music instruction so all that costs and adds up so i had to work multiple jobs to get there and again, it's what is going to make you happy. Think of a strategy to come up with the resources and just go, just do it. Do it. I'm Queen Shia LaBeouf. Just get up and do it. <laughs> just do it. Thank you so much for, for coming on. Thank you for giving us that little insight. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and it's always lovely to see you. You always give all this, I bring all this energy and it's just so easy to talk to you. Well, thank you. Um, and, and I hope, you know, when your new song releases, we could bring you back on. Yes, I'm, I'm working on two. I'm working on two tracks right now that should be out later this year, hopefully. So we'll see. Yeah. And if, if you ever need a video home. A video home? Yes. Even someone walking in the background. <laughs> I know how to stand there and hold drinks. But, you know, so yes. just, you know. You, I'll put you in your leather suit. <laughs> you, know, you know where to find me. Um, once again, yes. everybody, his song is fuckable and it is the song that plays in the beginning. Um, actually what I'll do this episode, I will, um, let the song play a little longer than usual. So you'll be able to hear a little bit more of the song. Um, where can people find you if they want to find you? Mostly on Instagram. JV Make It Pop. If you want to follow me, you can follow me there. I am dropping more music soon. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, YouTube. Once again, thank you for coming on. I hope all of you had a great day and great listen. Come back to another episode. Bye, you guys. If you find me touchable, extend your hand for a grab. Do my cheekbones make you stare? Do you find me too thin? But if you find me fuckable, don't fall in love with me. Spend my day doing squats and then some push ups to be the fatal attraction of the night.
So remember to like, subscribe, leave a comment. You can follow me on Instagram at Chris Diva, and you can follow the pod as Hard Talks with Chris. And I want to give a special thanks to Jamison for letting me borrow his song, Fuckable, for the intro and outro.